right, folks. It's season three, episode two, Waterbound. This is Ted. Hey, hey guys, it's Link. Settle down, settle down. Oh, oh. <laughs> all right, all right. We're back. We're we're uh what you, what are you drinking? What you got this this evening? Well, I've got uh some mineral water. <laughs> um <laughs> I've got a uh prune juice. Big, big prune juice. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm having some 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 belly problems, so I might mm. need to be on the prune juice. Mm. Um getting old. <laughs> Not enough boating and too much getting old. That's right. Um, no, I'm drinking this here, uh, Big Timber IPA from, uh, from uh, you know, the Big Timber Brewing Company up here in West Virginia. So, Big Timber. Big Timber. All right. I got the old uh, Creature Comfort Brewing Company, Tropicalia. Mm, mm, mm. Good stuff. Smack my lips. Good stuff. That's the goodness right there. It's kind of becoming my regular go-to. So yeah, it's it's hard to it's hard to beat that beer, man. Um, that's that's that and uh, Night on Ponce from uh, was that three three taverns or what? Uh, Night on Ponce from down in Atlanta. Okay, that's, that's a really good one too. I hadn't had that. Oh yeah, it's, not, that it's, it's like a night on Ponce. Oh Lord, <laughs> Ponce de Leon. Oh Lord. So, um, um, yeah, man, how you doing down there? Oh, good. Uh, you know, we've had some winter weather here and there, but oh, you know, nothing, nothing too bad. So, right. staying toasty. How about you? We've had uh uh a good bit um yeah the weather's been crazy up here um and um yeah we've had snow and sleet and uh rain and grapple grapple you know, you know what grapple is ted no uh grapple is like big sleet ah we i think so it's I, like I it's not much. hail it's not hail, yeah, 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 but it's it's grapple. Spell it. Um, it's kind of like G R G R A U. Oh, grapple. P P E L, maybe grapple. I don't know. Is that a real weather term? Oh, yeah, it's a real oh, thing. Dude. Yeah, it's a real because you know they're meteorologists are kind of like paddlers or raft guys we like to name everything they're like uh you know like eskimos have a thousand words for snow so right like, exactly like the and um yeah the grapple the grapple is uh it it's 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 crazy because it's like it's big thick sleet it's not hail we had it last night I, I talked. I was talking to a coworker. I was like, "Yeah, it was sleeting last night." She was like, "It was hailing at my house." I was like, "Hmm, I didn't know. I didn't know. I could have just busted out." It's somewhere in between. Yeah. Okay. You know, because the grapple usually comes during the winter. It, it's not really a uh, summer thing. Um, yeah, in the summer, that would just be like a small hill. Right. Exactly. 
so you know it's a winter it's a winter it's a winter thing and um it's special it's super special and we uh <laughs> yeah we uh we definitely uh we get to grapple up in here all right big time i don't know why my hot spot just shut down but i'm gonna um try to uh reconnect it because um it's a better it's a better signal you know you're but, so, uh, hey, yeah. i just googled this just to see because i'm i'm learning stuff here that's what we're about we're you're you're just out here you know educating uh giving us some some new vocabulary yeah, terms new meteorology meteorologic i don't know meteorological meteorological I'm putting uh, the logical and meteorological. So G R A U P E L are soft, are soft, small pellets formed when supercooled water droplets at the temperature below 32 Fahrenheit freeze onto a snow crystal. A pro a process called rimming. Uh oh. Uh, <laughs> what am I reading? Easy. Uh, this is a family show. At ground level, sleet is only common during winter storms. Oh, my stars. Uh, as it falls <laughs> and the resulting water refreezes. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Is And there's a question. Is grapple a sleet? No. <laughs> All right. Enough of that. Uh, what, what you got? Trip report. You out there uh, paddling through the grapple? You there? Yeah, I, I, I had a little, a little pause in the. Right. Uh, I can take that the, out. So hey, what? I, uh, you, I like it. You know, it means we're my internet. Apparently, my internet connection is unstable. All right. So hey, you've been out uh, paddling in the grapple. Um. So I, I did kind of, um, two weeks ago or a couple weeks ago, um, got, got away down to uh, blowing rock. Let's see, see my, my other, my other friend, Ted, uh -oh. um, he's big, tall and handsome like yourself. Um, and, uh, went down there and got to run Wilson Creek nice i've been yeah. wanting to do that and um because of what I, I took i took the thundercloud but i i grabbed um our prototype tandem uh ducky the oh, so i've been doing yes. some ducking lately oh yeah mother ducker big mother ducker <laughs> um so yeah i took the um the taylor tandem the rocky mountain rafts taylor tandem uh ik and uh i rigged it up with uh thigh straps uh some of our new thigh straps we have coming out and gave her a little test out solo man it was fun this had me giggling i'm sure make you want to giggle um wilson was running really really freaking low and people were like you know Oh, I've been there at that level. They're like, what are you in? You're, you're not going to be in a raft, are you? I'm like, no, I'm taking a taking an IK. And they were like, oh, yeah, you're, you'll be good. Um, you know, just because 
I haven't been down there a lot at, to find out the lower level, and I found it. Yeah. Um, there, you know, there's a couple of bony spots where I got hung up in a bunch of big, big boulders, but you know, I was good. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, it was fun. It was super fun. Um, there was a couple, saw a couple of hard boaters out there, saw a couple of kayakers, um, lo- local guy, uh, actually two local guys, uh, father and son. Um, and, uh, they were doing laps. The father probably wasn't doing as many as the son, but they were doing a bike shuttle cause they only had one, one car. So the kid would ride the bike shuttle. <laughs> there, <laughs> something for you to think about. Hey, that's right. Which yeah, by the way, that is, we didn't say what our topic is beginning, but it's going to be shuttle rigs. That's right. So we'll, we'll, we'll dig into that. That's one of the options, but go ahead. Yeah, man. But no, I had a great time. Um, I went down there and um, didn't have anybody to paddle with. And, but you know, the, the, the big rapids, the big rapids of Wilson. Cause you were in a ducky. Yeah. I was in a duck. I was in a duck. So I said, what the duck? Yeah. You know, but um, I said, I said, duck it. But, uh, you know, the, the, all the, all the main rapids, all the big rapids, they don't really change. I mean, they don't, they're not that hard. The hardest part at the really low water levels, like, like it was at were, um, you know, the boulder gardens before them and, uh, the really wide spots that, that get real shallow. So you're doing a lot of just bobbing, weaving through slots and boulders and, you know, blind, kind of blind, but not, not really a lot of consequences, not, not super consequential. Um, and you know, I was, I was taking it, I was, I was playing it pretty safe, you know, I was catching eddies and, you know, checking slots out, looking for wood, um, looking, looking for metal too, because, uh, there, you know, there is, um, there is a road up above it, but, um, yeah, man, had a, had a great time. And, um, I was just having a blast, no swims, you know, I was in a ducky y'all white, a high performance, whitewater inflatable craft. Um, and, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was super fun and, uh, really cold, super cold. I think, Um, I, I do think that the ducky is the coldest boat to paddle. Yeah, the glacial facials were hitting me. <laughs> but you know what? I was, I, I mean, I was paddling my butt off, <laughs> um, you know, catching eddies and doing ferries and peel outs and then just putting this thing through the test. And uh, so it's a tandem IK. And for, you know, for bigger paddlers, it's what I would suggest. Yeah. Like Cadillac, yeah. baby. Oh, caddy. Oh, just, just sailing through all, like just boofing and and having all kinds of fun, uh, crushing, just just punching holes. What you know, what what holes there were at that water level, that thing was just just cruising over them. And uh, yeah, having a good old time. And then I got to the end, and. Um, 
you know, I just pulled, pulled the ducky up on, uh, you know, pulled the IK up on shore there, kind of hit it down near the takeout, um, kind of above the takeout where the main takeout beach is, um, and hiked out up, up to the road. And it was, you know, about a two mile hike back up and walked it and, uh, got back up, got back up there and saw Rio and, uh, got changed and then ran back down, you know, drove back down to, uh, get the IK, let him swim around a bit. Yeah. It was super fun, super fun. Um, I would, I would highly, highly suggest it. Um, you know, like, like I said, there's the boulder gardens are tricky, but the holes aren't, aren't as grabby at lower water. And as Wilson gets higher, uh, if you run it like at two feet, it was negative three or four inches yeah. when I ran it that, you know, in the IK, when it was at two feet, um, was that a year? Uh, well, it was over a year ago, but, um, when I ran it then at two feet in the, um, in the thundercloud, I kind of, I kind of wish I was like, man, uh, maybe I should have had a little bit more boat out here, you know? Um, but yeah, that, that's a good level. I would say zero is, is ideal, ideal for a ducky or, um, um, you know, uh, someone that's looking into getting into more creaking in, in a, in a kayak. It's, it's a good, it's a good beginner Creek run. And because it's roadside, um, on river left the whole way, um, you know, and there's, there's access points all the way along there. The gorge is beautiful. It's, it's a granite gorge. Um, you know, sheer walls in a couple spots. It's, it's really pretty. And the water was, the water was great. The water was super cold and clear and, and, um, you know, not a lot of consequences, but, um, you know, you definitely, if you're going to, if you're going to hard boat that, yeah, you better have a good, a decent role um and and be with somebody i mean i'm i'm pretty experienced and and i paddled there a good bit so uh you know i i, I wouldn't suggest everybody just go out and jump on it just because uh they want to get their you know get their rocks off and stuff but uh i i, I love it down there yeah that's on my list I, I, i'd run it low for sure i'm i'm, yeah. I'm not afraid to scrape down something <laughs> certainly the first time there you go there you but, go uh, yeah man getting that duck working out working it out um all right man well uh i was thinking i'm trying to remember what i've done i didn't go last weekend it was valentine's weekend so i took the the, the paddling took off a weekend of paddling um for for some romance <laughs> Oh boy. And she just walked in as I said that. She's like, well, I must have missed that. Um uh, turn, turn the computer around. Uh-oh. 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 She walked away. But um Hey Eloise. <laughs> but uh yeah, so but the weekend before, uh me and my buddy, well, we had a game plan. We were gonna try to run Fires Creek, didn't get enough rain and plans changed and some folks backed out and 
you know how it goes. But anyway, me and my buddy Charlie decided we'd go do, uh, oh, the old Chatuga 3.5. And uh, so we did, and it ended up actually being like a beautiful, it had been really cold the, the week leading up to that. And that morning, I guess, was one of those mornings where it started out at, in the 30s, but by the end of the day, it was like 55 and sunny. I know, man. The swings and temperature have been yeah. crazy lately. And man, it was just like, you know, there's there were, I think we saw two other kayakers, and that was it. So we just, you know, we had it to ourselves. Uh, I don't know. The level was around two online. I, you know, I, I can't do the calculus on that gauge, but, um, <laughs> but anyway, it was a good, uh, good level. Uh, we had a great day. I mean, it's not a lot to tell. It was just, you know, beautiful day. Glad to be out there. And we hadn't been out there in a while. So, I mean, it, it's been holding, I think somewhere around two feet lately. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere. Cause you guys have been getting, uh, you know, pretty, pretty good amount of, uh, rain down there sure it's up right now you know because that that is the good news with all this uh sort of snow and rain we yeah yeah met, you know things are starting to finally juice up oh yeah dude it's it's 16 16 1700 which is it's it's 282 right now and going up at 7 p.m yeah uh which is which is juicy yeah i wouldn't, so, I wouldn't get on that myself on Valentine's Day, it was reading midday at about 2-2. So it was probably right at 2-1 to 2-2. It was kind of accurate online. Yeah. It was my guess. I mean, yeah. there, there's once it right around two feet to 2-2, it, it kind of reads accurate. And then when it go, starts to go up on the Chatuga, it starts to read lower than it actually is. Uh, as it goes below two feet, it starts to read higher than it actually is. So there's a, you know, they, they haven't ever been able to um, <clears throat> correlate that, you know, like dial that gauge in, but you just, you just know, I mean, yep. like when it's low, it's, it could be 0.2 to 0.3 lower than it's reading online. And then at really high water, it could be, point two to point three higher than it's actually reading you know yeah. so but yeah well, it's, it's good flow down there right now so. yeah and that's that's uh we are we do have big plans for some creaking this this weekend so oh know, yeah where you, where you plan on going there well i mean we hope fires creek is what we like to do because it's right here and yeah um but you know, if not, uh, I don't know, we'll get on something, you know, it's fine. It's been, it's been, I'll tell you, I mean, as you know, it's been kind of a slow, I mean, we hadn't had a lot of, uh, a lot of water yet this winter, you know, yeah. so this is the last two weeks been about it. So, man, I'll tell you what, Teleco's cranking. Yes. Teleco's cranking. Uh, we, were, we thought about doing that, that same, that same week. Uh, that that, that middle fun. Teleco would be good. Yeah would be good probably toward the end of the weekend because I, I think the weather's supposed to get better but the base uh this morning was at two five which is or two three which is good water yeah that's the base and then it went up above five feet on the gauge mm. 
uh, uh, at noon. And it means Sitico uh, probably running good. Sitico. I haven't done. That's on my list. Oh, Sitico, man. But, you know, they, they could have some snow down there and it could be stabilizing. So, yeah, it, it could be running still. Yeah. Sitico is higher in that watershed. So, you got to, you really got to jump on it. Yeah, I know when 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 the when the teleco is peaking. Yeah. Well, all right, man. You want to move on to our official oh, yeah. topic? Yeah, sure. All right. So our official topic is what do you think, Link? White water whips. White water whips. So uh, yeah, R- rigs. Uh, you know what you're okay. driving. What what should what would be a good thing to drive what are what's a good trailer what's a good secondary shuttle you know all those things we're going to try to touch on a little bit um yeah, man. but i want to start out with just ask you link what was your first we're kind of my kids turned 16 a couple of months ago we they're twins we bought one of them a car we've waited they've been sharing I didn't say we bought one of them. They've been sharing one car. Yeah. We're going to buy another vehicle here in the, in the next few weeks. But, um, but got me thinking, you know, about our first vehicle. So what was your first, this has nothing to do with kayaking or shuttling, but what was your first vehicle? Well, I'm not going to start with my first actual vehicle that i bought or was given by my parents i'm gonna start with what did i learn to drive okay first and that first, was i don't i don't even know what that means what are you like, like what, what was the first thing i ever learned to drive okay was um was a honda crx si little two-seater Honda, my sister's Honda CRX. Ah, those are like the little little bitty. Uh, oh yeah, a little. They, they got like fifty two. miles per gallon or something crazy. I don't know what it got, but the thing was zip. And then my uh, my bonus sister's uh, RX seven. And I was like twelve I when I learned that. to drive the CRX, and I was fourteen when I drove the RX seven. Dude, the RX seven. Uh, you know when I was. Like rotary engine 16, i thought that was you know that was the tip like, that was that might as well have been a porsche oh yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 for for kids for kids that didn't grow up around porsches they were they were right. um <laughs> you know um got a mazda and then you know it was, it was kind of funny the whole heart you know like i i was more more into my bike whenever i was of driving age riding my bike than i was really about driving uh bmx 10 speed what, what we talking uh, mountain biking or trail biking you know at that time mountain biking but i grew up in florida so but it was trail biking you know so See, I, rode I mean my, mountain I rode, bikes almost didn't even that just didn't seem i mean I, I remember the first mountain bike i ever heard of was you know it was just a weird bike i mean you know we grew up on bmx bikes and then well yeah i grew i grew up on bmx and skateboarding and stuff but then i got a then i got a mountain bike you know stiff frame stiff forks stiff hardtail uh bridgestone mb6 
and that thing was badass and it was it was you know back then there was only one size there wasn't multiple sizes and i was you know i was 510 you know 165 pounds or something and and uh they sized me up for this thing huge it was a 20 inch it was a 20 inch uh frame and that was like oh yeah this is you you know because because there were yeah there was no you know 16 inch frame and there was no front suspension but that thing was badass and uh but then once i got once i finally decided to start driving (laughs) uh you know my mama had a honda accord and then my dad had a had a uh chevy 84 chevy pickup i thought that was and then my uncle passed away one of my one of my uncles passed away from cancer and um my dad's brother my one of my other uncles they weren't related uh got his truck uh he would you know my aunt gave him uncle andy's truck and he wasn't into it he didn't really drive it he was like well link can drive it it was a 84 chevy scottsdale jacked up <laughs> like yeah yeah and i was like four-wheel drive that thing was it was so badass and then um and then i think my parents um then shortly after and it was short-lived you know i mean the the truck's still around but um my parents got me my own my own rig and they uh they dropped about 500 bucks, you know, on a 71 Dodge Colt. Mm. This is where I think every kid should start. I think so, too. You got to, you know, nowhere to go but up. Exactly. Exactly. Start them at the bottom. It. You're going to wreck and, it anyway. You know, and, and humiliate them. <laughs> <laughs> and I was humiliated. I was like, I didn't want to be seen in this thing. <laughs> But when my friends would come over the house, and this is hilarious, because my friends would come over the house and we'd have we'd have parties uh, or just you know get-togethers. Me and a couple of friends, we'd all load up in Dodge Colt, and we'd go <laughs> we'd go four-wheeling through the woods behind my house. Oh, yeah. Sure, because we had these old we had these old old roads that cut back through the through the woods and uh a couple of creek crossings and some some sandy bank turns and and we'd go back there and load that thing up people would be on top <laughs> just, woo 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 just be hauling ass through the woods and uh getting crazy and um nobody ever got hurt because i was a really good driver of course um Excellent. But eventually blew that thing up and um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was like, I forget how many miles were on it. It was, it was on its last leg, but, um, but my first ever truck vehicle that I bought was a 72 Chevy Stepside with, uh, uh, Hurst shifter, uh, 350 V8 and turbo 400 transmission. That thing would, would walk down the road. It was beautiful. I love that truck. It was my favorite vehicle ever um yeah that was that was badass how about you well i mean 
I don't know about all that. I, I, I've had a lot of vehicles and right about the time I turned 16, there were, I got two older brothers, you know, they both had some crappy cars. Um, we, you know, I, I, there were a couple of cars I had for like a week or two for some reason. But anyway, the fine, the thing that I settled on as my official first vehicle was a 1980 Mustang, which uh, I later wrote a song about just called 80 Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear that. it was terrible. It, it was a... Uh, you got to open, you got to open the next podcast. 80 Mustang. With well, 80. It goes like this, cruising along in my 80 Mustang, never knowing when I'm going to burst into flames. <laughs> <laughs> something like that i had to I had to get back into that but anyway no it was like a you know I, I, and nwa oh and vanilla ice had nothing on you man yeah my kids I, they asked me what the first vehicle i was like an 80 mustang and it sounds you know you think a mustang would would be a decent like sort of not car. in the 80s no no, no. terrible that was, that was the when they were making them they were they were terrible it was a four-cylinder yeah it, it had it had like the inside was nice and clean, but the outside was basically like a, almost a primer gray. You oh know, yeah. It was, it was, the paint was coming off and it had uh, a stick shift. You mentioned Hearst. Alabama gold. It had a primer gray Alabama gold. That's right. Bonda. No, it had a Hearst shifter. Yeah. Which was ridiculous because it was a four cylinder <laughs> <laughs> and, and it didn't have a muffler. So it sounded like a muscle oh, yeah. car. You know, it sounded like this amazing, wow, you know. And, um, but it would barely, it was almost dangerous to pull out into traffic. It was so slow. And, uh, and it, it, it used so much oil that every time I filled up with gas, I'd put like a quart of oil in it. So it was just dripping oil. Oh. And I had uh, a, a girl I dated at the time, her dad was like, hey, uh, don't ever park in my driveway again. <laughs> what? What? Is this, is this like, before Eloise? You're, you're leaving an oil slick out here in my damn driveway. Um, damn it, boy. <laughs> park in the neighbor's driveway. So that was that was my first vehicle. And don't park on the grass. You'll kill the grass. That's right. I was killing everything. And uh, anyway, we would I would rev it. I'd get up by like a fancy car at a red light and I'd start revving it up, you know, like it was some kind of, you know, drag, drag racing car. And then they'd yeah. peel off and we cut off. And <laughs> anyway, a lot of fun times. I had an Elvis one like fake, you know, vanity tag on the front. Of course um, you did. So the name <laughs> of that car was Elvis. Elvis. And, uh, a lot of a lot of fun times in it, even though what was it? Time. Would would you equate would you qualify that as young Elvis or fat Elvis? That was fat Elvis for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, now if it had been like a 60, you know, 60 whatever Mustang when they were cool, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, that would have been the young Elvis comeback special. But no, this is more late 70s Elvis. Right on. Sure. Oh, well, anyway, so uh, we digress. But the uh, you just got a new vehicle. I'm about to sell my vehicle and uh, 
And so a lot of the decision-making for what I'm going to get um, is about, you know, hauling boats and, and shuttling people is definitely a big factor, you know, sure. in addition to my everyday kind of needs of a vehicle. Yeah. But uh, so this is a good conversation to have. But uh, uh, so what are we, how are we going to break this thing down with these, uh, with these rigs? Well, what are, what are your basic needs for a, for a shuttle rig? Well, Ted. Well. <laughs> well, I would say, I would say, um, first of all, um, Hearst, well, Hearst gear shifter, number one. <laughs> what's that? Hearst, what? Hearst gear shifter. First, <laughs> first thing. <laughs> transmission <laughs> um you know what what transmission you drive what can you drive and what should you be driving you know so if you got somebody that uh you know all they know is a all they know is a an automatic transmission you got a standard because you're a holdout <laughs> you know like god damn it i'm gonna have a standard till i die that's right. Uh, you know, or what they call a manual transmission. Or a stick shift. Or a stick shift, um, which I love. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But, um, yeah. So, uh, you know, that's that's one thing I, I think, you know, folks need to, you know, think about. And, you know, if you're if you're if you're going into uh, you know, pretty rugged areas, uh, a manual transmission standard stick is pretty nice because you can low gear it going downhill, coming out. Um, you know, the other thing is uh, four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, you know, know where you're at and, and how many people you got. You, are you are you front-wheel drive or rear-wheel drive um, or just all-wheel drive? Um, you know, I, at at one time, my rig was a 91 Honda Civic, and I love that little car, and everybody, like, just raves about it because they're like, man, you took that thing everywhere. Um, but also, uh, you know, I knew how to drive it, and, and uh, I mean, I, I overloaded it a bunch, and it, it made it to 237,000 miles um, until it just couldn't haul no more. But there's only so much you can haul in that, yeah. you know. Um, you know, six people, six kayaks, you know, a couple dogs, maybe a random hitchhiker in the back. A clown car sounds like a clown. Oh yeah, it was a hitchhike. It was a, hit, a hatchback, a hitchback hatchback. But um, you know, um, my my. Uh, my tastes have uh, definitely gone back to my my tastes and vehicles have definitely kind of descended back to my uh, country boy redneck days. You know, I like full wheel drive because I like to know I can get out of almost anywhere I'm at, any any river, you know, road or trail or whatever, put in or take out. Um, you know, and, and it's hard to find a, a standard transmission, but yeah, you got to want that now and, and seek it out. And there's only a limited, you know, number of vehicles that you can get that in. 
Well, yeah, and and actually, you, you got to pay more for it nowadays, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, I think I think that's because of the upkeep, because it's less upkeep, so they make you pay for it on the front end. Uh, but that's just me. We're you know we're digressing. But uh, uh, yeah, man. I mean, I you know, and and so I tend to look for those things. You know, for folks that are down in Columbus, Georgia, or Charlotte, going to the, you know, the National White War Center, um, or, you know, park and play boaters, uh, Ocoee paddlers, you, you don't need a full drive there. No. Um, and those are, those are runs out here, but, you know, there's, there's whitewater parks all over the country and there's lots of roadside runs all over the country because guess, guess where the rivers are, usually where the roads are, you know, the runnable rivers and where the roads are, where, you know, railroads or something, some kind of access points. Um, so, you know, you, you don't necessarily need that full drive or that big truck or, you know, Jeep or anything like that. You know, a car, a car will do it. Um, I, I like to be able to haul stuff man and i've hauled a lot in my forerunner you know i still have have the silver surfer um but i got a bigger truck i got a bigger rig recently i only got a half half ton but i got a uh, full-size dodge um you know and it and it can haul about the same amount of people but overall payload it's going to be able to haul more so you know, I can put a topper on the back and, and rack system on top of that. And I can haul a good bit on that truck. It's a, it's a good truck. It's a V8 and, and it gets as good a gas mileage as my forerunner did, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I like four doors, you know, I like four doors. Uh, it wears you, you out. Get, you could get, five people comfortably in the front i mean in the cab right in the cab yeah, yeah. With, and then you could pile i mean you, you you could put pile a few dirt bags in the in the back <laughs> definitely i mean you know when when we're when we're not in the the the, the covid co yeah, the yeah, times yeah. of covid you know you if it's not a long haul, I could probably, I could probably fit four people in the rear, you know, the rear cab and put, you know, one person on the console in the front. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, definitely the bed will fit gear and a couple of people yeah. with, you know, one, once I get racks on top of it and it, i tell you what, it's nice having a truck, man. You know, it's nice uh it's nice being on that end of things where you know it's like yeah it, it's comfortable and um it's comfortable and roomy it's quiet rides nice full drive heated seats ooh, ooh. <laughs> you know? oh man uh remote start i just i hit it when i before i even take out it's a cold day like get that thing started it just drives down to the to the table. yeah yeah but i you know there is something nice about having those those um accoutrements you sure. know um you know 
but yeah, like well, I was saying four doors, I, I had a two door Jeep Cherokee and XJ one time. And that, that truck was great, but man, it was a pain in the butt to get people in and out of that thing, you know, yeah. and it was had three inch lift on it. And it was like, but it, it would haul, it would haul the gear. Um, you know, what do you think? Well, so just thinking about, you know, general needs, like you said, I mean, if I think it, it, it depends on where you live and what rivers you're doing. And if you, you know, there's a lot of people that live in Atlanta, you know, for example, and they have to drive up all the way up here, all uh, the way to the Ocoee or something, uh, you know, but so they, they may be there driving an hour and a half to get to a river and they never have to go down a forest service road. So yeah, you know, that they don't need some crazy, they just need a, more of a car with some racks on it, you know, like a, like a, a Porsche 944. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, cause, cause there's that guy <laughs> in Atlanta. Yeah. With a, I think it's a 944. It's not a 911, but it, it yeah. could be something later. But he has a, there's a port, there's a paddler, there's a boater that drives a red Porsche, Porsche 944 or something later. Yeah. Yeah. With racks on, on it. The racks are like 12 inches apart. Yeah. Well, that's a, uh, but he puts his creek boat up there. Or there you go. Probably a play boater. Well, you would think, <laughs> but he came to Tallulah one time, tried to pull up in that that parking lot, and went boom, and just oh. took out the front end of his yeah. of his nah. You know, nah. we're all everybody's looking at him like, really? <laughs> but well, uh, yeah, man. Um, no, but I mean, if people are you know, if people have to make long commutes, like they don't live nearby, yeah. then they are probably looking at a different vehicle. Yeah. You know, then what, and, and so, you know, I'm not that far from a lot of rivers and we do drive a lot of forest service roads. So it's not, yeah. I don't have to have four wheel drive, but like you said, I would rather have it. That's you where know. I prefer to paddle. Yeah. On those runs. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll drive some distance to get that. Yeah. I'll drive some distance to get that. You sure. Know? Sure. But once you get out there, you don't want to be, you know, I mean, it's, there's some rough rutted out things and, oh yeah, you know, so. you could, you could, you know, you may not have to have four wheel drive, but yeah. So I, I guess when I first got into paddling, I mean, I've had a number of trucks and I was, I had a truck at that point, an old, uh, older model Tundra that was two wheel drive, but I loved it. Um, and it was, it was a great vehicle. Um, but once the kids, you know, I was hauling the kids more than stuff. Yeah. I switched over and got a Jeep Wrangler and that's what I mean. That's what I have right now. And it's got, it's got a rack and it's nice. It does, you know, it's, it's nothing wrong with it, but um, now that the kids, I'm not hauling the kids around, I'm going to switch back to a truck because yeah. I actually just go into home Depot and just my daily hauling lumber and mulch and whatever. Well, not yeah. only that, Ted, I mean, where trucks have gone, you know, you can get a truck with, with, with more cab space, yeah, you know, and more bed space yeah, and that can haul a lot more 
I mean, Jeeps aren't really meant to haul anything, you know. They're, no, they don't. There's not a lot of interior space in the Jeep. There's not a lot of interior space. Like backing up to our first vehicles, like I didn't have a Jeep, but I, but yeah. later I did have a Jeep, a couple of Jeeps in college. And so when I bought this Jeep, it was really like a midlife crisis purchase. <laughs> Uh, so I'll get back. I've, I've said this to you since I first rode with you in there, and I'm like, dude, yeah, I mean, you're a big, you're a big man, you're a tall man, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm confined in a Jeep, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't like them. I don't it's like it. It's got how, headroom, it's got headroom though, but, right? Right, but they're like, you know, the grab bar is right here, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, up, it's up and it's like. I don't know, you know. Yeah. Well, it's it's I, I like it, but there's a lot of quirky things about a Jeep that uh you know that that aren't great that people just say, well, it's a Jeep, so suck it up. Yeah, exactly. I mean they're they're loud no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they don't have like a they lot. leak, you know. I mean, I've got, you know, it, it's just from day one. But anyway, uh I, I've I, it's been a good vehicle. I don't have any complaints, but you know, the because of that, I had, I have a little trailer, um, that when I got rid of a truck, I knew I had to have something to haul other stuff in. Right. And so I've got this trailer that I sort of built and for boating, but it will haul, you know, loads of gravel and anything else I might need, but yeah. it's a great boat trailer. Um, but you got to hook it up. It's a pain in the butt, you know, having a truck bed, so much easier so anyway that's that's where i'm headed i'm looking at be at, at different trucks and and if i weren't a giant person i probably would get a smaller truck but i'm probably going to go with a full-size truck yeah. um, and what i'm what i'm thinking is after so many trips you know putting boats on racks on top of vehicle um is you know, it's just one more thing to do when you can throw them in the back of a truck, you don't have to lift it up over your head. If you're making as many trips as we do, that's, you know, that's some saved time and energy for every trip. And, uh, even this last summer, you know, my son, we would go out, we'd go to the lake like three or four times a week and just go roll or whatever. And yeah. having to put a boat up there and strap it on took us longer than, time in the water so yeah. you know yeah. having a truck i can throw some boats in mm -hmm. is you know is where what i, what I want to do and but getting down to nitty-gritty really kind of thinking about it i i don't think um because i i'm not going to be hauling a family around in this truck so i'm probably just going to get an extended cab so therefore i can get people in it for a short shuttle but yeah. i'll have a longer bed for all the hauling needs yeah. Uh, since we have another family car that can haul more people, you know? So, yeah. So this is, well, more I, I'll tell you, I, I'll tell you what, man, you know, I, I, I looked around and there's, you know, the, the cabs are, the cabs are one of the things that did it for me as far as choosing, you know, the, the Tundra extended cab, is all you really need yeah, uh, yeah their crew their crew cab or whatever they call it their crew cab is like yeah you, you can't 
well, one, once you put a bed on that, the bed's super short unless you get the super duper long truck. Yeah. You and can't it's turn ridiculously, into a space. It's ridiculously long. And, um, you know, GMs, uh, their, their extended cab isn't enough. Neither is Ford's. Their, their, their crew cab is, 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 is good. It's, it's nice. But there again, they have a, a short bed on it. And then I got, I got this Dodge. I got the, well, they call it a Ram now. They, they went with calling the truck line the Ram, just Ram. Yeah. Ram 1500. And I've got, I've got the full like extended cab. It's not the crew cab, it's not the extra long crew cab, but it's a crew cab. So it's, it's, you know, full size cab, and I got a five point five and a half foot bed on it. It's it's a it's a pretty good amount. I mean, like if I needed to sleep in there once I get a topper, I could do it. But you know, I noticed like the I don't know what the Toyota was, but it seemed like way shorter. Um, you know, five and a half foot beds pretty pretty good. Yeah, um, I want to get a six and a half foot bed just because you know i've got we can take my wife's vehicle if we need to haul people mm-hmm. somewhere so and well, that, not, that, that's, the thing is that that extra man a lot on that extra cab is the the tundra is actually decent yeah but that the, what they call their extra cab yeah it's like man that those back people are you you might as well be back in that um uh, the t- old Tacomas or the Nissans yeah. where you sat, you sat facing the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Jump seats. The, the, well there. Yeah. Jump seats. So you would, you'll sit facing the other side because. Yeah. Well, like no, I said, I, I there's don't no room to face forward. I don't really care about, you know, somebody stretching out back there because it's really, I'm getting it for the bed and the, if somebody can squeeze in there for a shuttle up the Coe road or whatever, then, you know, fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my thought on, on that, but you don't want those hippies getting in your rig, man. That's right. And the other thought in the back or on the roof. And I've been back and forth cause I had a, I had a truck one time with a, with a big, uh, camper shell. Um, so I've been trying to decide about that, but I think, I think I'm probably going to go with just putting like, my current Yakima racks on the truck roof. And, and I thought about the ladder rack style in the bed, but, and I had a version of that one time too, but yeah. I think I'll just put the racks on the roof. So then I don't obstruct anything in my bed. And yeah. then I do want some storage. So I think I'm going to get a side side mount, truck box like a small side mount truck box you know what i'm talking about not not the kind that go up against the window but they go to, like over the tire well so that i can still put the length of my boats in you know i don't lose length of the bed but i'll yeah. have a place to throw like you a don't want to lose the length is that i need length not girth <laughs> 
I like it long. I'll tell you what, I, I tell you what, this is, and we, and we can maybe quote this as a, um, um, a gear, a gear of the year, but there's this, there's this company called smart cat. I've been looking at their toppers because they're, 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 uh, they're steel toppers. They're modular. Hmm. So they come in, they come in five pieces, the roof, the sides, the front, the back. They can hold up to 770 pounds on the topper. So they're extremely strong. They're side, they have uh, side hatches. Yeah. They're, re- they're really nice. They're, they're expensive. But um, if you get a new enough rig, I would look into one of those because they, they come with the fittings on top for rags. The, but they're built like a they're built like a truck, not like a boat. That's their slogan. Yeah, yeah. they're built not built like a boat. So uh, they're extremely strong. They're durable as hell. Um, they come with vents on top, so they have actually have ventilation inside of the cab, which is cool. Um, they they look really nice. They're they're modular, so they, they have all kinds of additions yeah you can go crazy with them um um my my truck that i bought 2017 ram they do not offer a a, a one four yet they're really nice so look into them because uh like you know one 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 of my big things is like you know even if you have the runners on top of your topper for the racks to bolt into, you're still, you know, it's still fiberglass. Yeah, I had I had a truck with that one time, with the camper shell and the racks on the shell, and it was fine though. I mean, unless you're going to put a one of those tents or something that you get in up there, you know, if you just if you're going to haul, that's another discussion. That is a discussion that to me that's, that makes sense. That's a young man's thing, but but I tell you what, after after one or two beers, I climbed <laughs> up in that thing. I'd I, I'd have to get up and pee ten times, and hey, I'd break my hey, neck. <laughs> my my thing is, what if something's happening and you got to get the hell out of there? That's right. And your tent is like <laughs> strapped to the ground, and you got to jump up out of there, get in your truck. And then you get to say ripped off the top of the truck as you <laughs> haul ass out of there. Yeah, maybe it's a grizzly bear. Yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's a crazy ex um, who found <laughs> you where you were where you were car camping. Right. Um, or maybe it's you know a damn tornado. Uh, yeah, it's just dumb. Yeah, I mean um, we could go three that's more another years, episode, but. Yeah, but unless you know, I mean, I don't. I only need to haul. I mean, like, how much does a, a couple of canoes weigh? Uh, uh, Seven hundred pounds. Um, <laughs> it yeah, feels many, that way. But how many really, speakers you got, Ted? What? How many speakers you got? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I gotta get that. I mean, how many speakers per canoe or kayak? <laughs> that's Because right. that's what it's all about. You gotta, you gotta get it going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some I mean, other I options. Need, I only need good. about, you know, I only need that. I, I don't need that. They're, those are fine for hauling a, a couple of boats. But yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, I, I like the smart cap because once you factor in the cost of the topper and 
a ladder rack if you were to go or a rack or you know full-on rack system maybe um the uh the basket, the basket on top safari yeah i mean you're you're looking and and those things will haul shit man 770 pound capacity on the what roof are you, how am i gonna get seven what am i lifting 700 pounds up on top of my truck what are you putting up there well, I mean, if you figure kayaks and gear, which is usually what's in them, a lot of people, you know, put their gear in their boat, you know. Well, my goal the- is this, though. My goal is to not lift it up there. I'm hoping to just throw throw boats in the in the back of the truck. As, as yeah, but I'm just possible. saying if, you know, if you're, if you're trying to haul stuff underneath and yeah, on yeah, the yeah. top, you know, and I mean, shit, man, uh, you know, most and, – and, I, I quizzed somebody earlier on this. I'm like, you know, your, your roof racks are only rated most roof racks, Yakima or Thule, um, tout, you know, one set of towers and crossbars is only rated to 150 pounds. Yeah. So it's 300 pounds at most granted yeah. you're, you're never really going to have most sensible people aren't going to have, but, once you put six kayaks up there, which it could fit on a full size rack, yeah, plus gear and whatever's inside of them, you know, which there's most likely gear inside, you know, you're you're getting up there, um, you know, and I've I've rigged up some shit that like it's like dang, you know, we kind of went overboard, but. Um, you know, which is where a trailer comes in handy sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's my thought. Is like ninety percent of the time I can throw. I'm, I'm hoping to throw boats in the back of the truck. And every now and then, if if I got to haul more boats, I'll throw them on that on the roof rack that I already own that I could transfer. And but most of the time, I just want to throw them in the back of the truck and put one rope on them or something, one strap be done with it yeah I'm tired, I'm tired of fooling with them <laughs> yeah so no, it, I get it. it's about being lazy I think it's, it's basically what i'm getting at so well think, that's that's what it's really all about but yeah. if you don't want to be lazy some other shuttle rigs great shuttle rigs are you know bikes which i've been doing a little bit of lately uh you know with friends that uh you know, or running their bikes. I, um, I've incorporated. Yeah, that's my more of a, you're talking about like a one person shuttle now. Yeah. I yeah. mean, possible, you yeah. know, if you got a, if you got a lock and a, and a good, a good incognito spot where to hide that bike. Uh, a lot of the guys that do bike shuttles up here, they, um, they put them, you know, they have a, a crappy mountain bike Yeah. that they'll hide. Uh, they don't have a high-end bike. Um, Dude, I'd get a crappy one and camo it up. There you go. <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah. But I just want to be able to cruise back up to my truck. Sure. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was able to hide my bike, you know, in certain, certain cases, hid my e-bike and cruise right up there, man. Hardly, you know, I mean, there was effort. I was still pedaling, 
to save the battery but uh um super super awesome and um yeah totally possible set your own shuttle with a bike or you know if it's not a long run hike it hike the shuttle you know um like i did on wilson creek um a couple weeks back um other places not a long run um north fork of the french broad a creek run in north carolina you can take out at the bottom of the last big drop submarine you can take out on the left hike you know it's uh not quite a quarter mile up the hill but then once you get up to the top of the hill with your boat you still gotta hike up you know you gotta hike up with your boat usually the kayakers do this but i've done it with uh, a smaller rasp before and i hiked up the hill and it's not even a quarter mile to your car you know and this is like a two and a half three mile run that goes you know because of the loop it runs is a really short shuttle you know hike hiking shuttle back um you know i I wouldn't suggest doing it doing it on crazy stuff but um you know things you're comfortable um things you know the the consequences on totally possible and you can still do that with two people and you got your safety on the river but hey you're gonna you know i'm gonna like maybe your buddy wants to paddle out to the nearest road access while you hike out you know while you hike out to the truck and then you know to your end come up so yeah well that so something i forgot to mention i mean you're kind of talking about self-shuttles but back to the the you know the good like the perfect shuttle car vehicle whatever i've got another buddy that will remain nameless um that has (laughs) has multiple vehicles and but none of them are quite right he's real picky so uh Mm -hmm. he's got an old truck he's got a great big old killer truck with a camper shell and Mm, yes yes Mm. it can haul tons of boats it's rugged but you would not want to drive that thing for an hour and a half to get to the river but if you once you got like if you only had like a you know 20 minute ride down a forest service road it'd be perfect yeah but you don't want to drive it over the mountain and spend all this time you know and and the gas so he never takes it but he's got a really nice well he's got a really nice like volvo wagon (laughs) (laughs) now you know who i'm talking about (laughs) i mean like super nice so nice that he doesn't want to park it like in a in a leave it at a put in or take out and right, he certainly, right. certainly don't want to drive it down like a forest service road no no don't get no mud on no that. but but you know of course driving getting to the river is like great so you can drive you know and enjoy the drive but once you get there you don't want to leave it in <laughs> yeah. so i keep telling him i was like neither of those work you need you need to find the goldilocks you need a decent driving vehicle that can get a little dirt on it yeah 
<laughs> yeah. So it's not a Porsche. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. You know, well, it, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, you're probably, you still, you still haven't gotten, you know, knocked the new off of your vehicle, but I uh, haven't, but, you but you know, know what I mean? Like, because it's kind of, it's perfect once you get a vehicle and, it, and it's, a, it's, it's still nice, but it's just a few years old and, and you get a little ding on it or something. And then you're like, okay, it, it's, you know, I can, I can just relax. <laughs> yeah. I'm still like, damn, but the insides, I mean, Rio hair everywhere, <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's mm, dumb mm. as hell. No, black, wait, that's black or dark gray interior, you know, you're right. That's a subject. So this is a big thing I'm trying to figure out right now. Um, I would love, I, I can't really find get the, get the same interior as the color of your dog. That's, that's smart. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I, man, I would love to have vinyl, like freaking vinyl interior. I got yeah. in, I did see a truck the other day. It, it was the base model. So it was more like a commercial and the, and the, the, yeah. the bottom part was like rubber. Yeah. You know? And then the 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 seats were just it out. Yeah, the seats were vinyl, but they were like, you know, it was new, so they looked like as good as leather. I mean, you know, they didn't like the old vinyl. And I was thinking, man, you know, I know that people don't want vinyl, but like that would be, you could. You know, I was thinking, I'd open all four doors, get a blower. <laughs> yeah. You know, after 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 Ida's been in there. Just get yeah. the leaf blower out. Just blow that thing out. Yeah. Just get, get in there soft get, and wet. Get as light as in, uh, light of interior as possible for your dog, right? Um, I'm still at the point where, and you can get seat covers and all that shit, but um, like some of the newer rigs are pretty nice because they they'll have like. Like GM, I was looking at uh, some GM models, and they've got full-on um, contoured, uh, contoured rubber like yeah. Mat. interiors mats yeah. that snap into one another that uh, go the length of the the cab. Super cool, you know. But I'm like, it's got a five three in it. <laughs> well and i got i got a hemi son i know i know but that's good i got a hemi that gets better gas as well, good a gas true. mileage that's true well one of the things another I mean, and that's the that's the other thing i get i get 21 miles of the gallon yeah well i get 21 I'm, miles a gallon of, in a four-wheel drive half-ton truck yeah, and, I've, and it it raises and lowers oh that's Ooh. right. I got hydraulics, uh, but no, it's nice because because you know if you want to go in four wheel drive mode, I can raise that sun gun up, boom, raise it up for higher clearance, or I can drop it down in aero mode, cruising down, down and go low riding. That's right. <laughs> well, the other thing that I've that's a consideration. I'm, I'm kind of looking at Fords, but they've got that uh, little key. Uh, the little punch door code 
And that's another thing that some of my friends have had. And I was like, hmm, that might be the deal maker because then I could just leave keys in it. Yeah. You know, which is a, if you're kayaking and boating, you know, that would be a nice feature because I'm always struggling with like, you know, make sure I got my key, mm-hmm. make sure it's not getting, you know, and now of course key, a key fob is like $300 if you screw it up. Not with the coverage I got. Oh, oh well. yeah, I got I got like wheel and key fob coverage. Ah, uh, well, I don't know if I'll get that. So you you can work I'm, that out in, into your deal, man. It's cool. I'm too cheap. I got the Ziploc coverage. I mean, I I got I got I got kind of a and you know it's is a few years old, kind of a pimped out truck. Pimping, he's pimping it. It's it's nice. It's a nice rig. Quiet rolls out whenever i want it to um four-wheel drive a lot of the accoutrements i wanted it's it's very nice um and i do want some heated seats i gotta tell you oh man i tell you what you ain't gonna get that with them vinyl seats let me tell you (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i want to stick into me them them crew trucks them work trucks um but man i tell you what it's, it's nice got a big you know, big LED screen, huge. 2017, it's got like the biggest one, and uh, all this does all the stuff, and I like it. Um, yeah, it's it's a nice rig. I I didn't see myself buying a buying a Ram, and I and I did. You know, I, I looked at it, and I'm like, mm, and and I started getting a lot of feedback from people are like man i love my ram i've got the you know the same year not the same model but you know it's got like the dial shifter which is weird but it's like it's no different than the stick you know the uh column shifter for the it's all electronic transmission yeah it's a it's a, it's a nice rig can't put a hearse on there though what's that <laughs> Said you can't put a hearse on there. Oh no, but you know, I'm like trying to still trying to figure out like you can't have the door open and put it in drive. I'm like, I want to ghost ride this mofo. That's right. That's right. You know, but uh, but no, it's 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 nice, man. Um oh, yeah, I'm I'm happy with it so far. And um I I didn't like some of the other stuff I was seeing out there, you know. And that's, I was just like, you know, what? I'm going to give, give the Ram a try. Oh yeah. So, well, like you said earlier, like the pickup truck game, you know, some some friend of mine posted this months ago, but it just, uh, he was right. He's like, you know, he said, you, you, you can, he said, I never thought that pickup trucks would cost as much as, you know, sports car, like a, you know, we've mentioned like Porsche, Porsche, whatever. Oh, right. But right. Yes, well, there. You know. Yeah. If you get the, as as you showed the other day, the Raptor, uh, that had the, uh, the uh, rascal on the back of it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 they they make plenty of seventy thousand dollar pickup trucks out there. But yeah, I mean, they are like you can get crazy with it. But that ain't what I'm getting. No, I mean, my lady was trying to get me to buy a like a, you know, like a. $50,000, you know, it's new. We're going to get you all kinds of discounts. I'm like, 
yeah, but still my, my payments are going to be like out through the roof. Yeah. 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 And, and my payments are high, but, um, because I got, a you know, I, I still got a 2017 model with like 57,000 miles on it. So, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I gotta say the quality is, uh, as some of the attentions to detail are, are really nice on that, yeah, on that yeah. thing. And well, all, all the pickups have, it's yeah, it's one of the nicest out. things yeah. i've ever driven <laughs> i will yeah. say that. yeah yeah they've gotten they've well i mean that they figured out people will spend money you know they want they want them to be luxury vehicles basically you know well yeah and yeah, that's no. sort of where i'm i'm kind of like struggling because i uh i want it to just be kind of like a work truck yeah but i do want heated seats <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> yeah trouble. you, you got to find the right trim for you that's right that's right but all right man well you know i don't know if we 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 basically just talked about what we want but um but I do think, <laughs> and that's fine um but i do think uh you know everybody i guess a lot of times people just have whatever vehicle they have they get into boating and they figure out a way to use it but if you're doing it long term and you are hauling people around in boats, then you you can make your life easier. And that that's what I'm trying to do. Is just like you know, well, what what's going to make it the easiest for me to do these things? We 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 you know the last thing we'll talk about is is the person that I mentioned that we've mentioned before that there's someone that always tries to get out of running shuttle. Oh yeah. Regardless. Uh, we got a two seater. Yeah. Like, yeah, but you know, we can still do something with that. Um, I'm leaving it at the takeout. Yeah. And they're, and they're always, they're always the first one dressed and the first one loaded up and like, good boat when you guys see ya. <laughs> which know? by the way okay so let me stop you right there that that's something we hadn't maybe we hadn't talked about but yeah there is a you know it's unwritten we talked about that run it unwritten etiquette that you're not supposed to change clothes until you know unless everybody's got their stuff there to change clothes right well i i i i believe in you know, I'm a firm believer, especially nowadays, now I'm older and all that, but, <laughs> but also because of, uh, you know, I work for Endless River Adventures and we, we go back to the dam and it's, it's 45 minute ride back to the outpost, back to the uh, base camp there from the Chioa. And, you know, it's an hour ride. From well, I'm talking about you and your buddies. Yeah. But, but I'm, I'm a firm believer in like, like yo leave your dry shit change leave your dry gear in the takeout vehicle yeah you know because you sometimes you don't know what you know someone's got cloth interior and you're leaving their 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 crap all just soaking wet because you got right off the river and jumped in because it was cold you know, and even though you got a dry suit on, you're still wet on the outside. That sucks. They're having to smell your your butt for 
however long during the week. Like, throw, you know, you can fit a pretty good amount of stuff into dry dry gear into a Shatuga dry bag, a Shatuga, a watershed Shatuga dry bag. You can get shoes, socks, underwear, pants, you know. Yeah, that's true. And 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 a uh, a jacket in there and a hoodie, boom, in a Shatuga dry bag. Leave it in 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 their car, or or put your gear bag in there with the dry clothes in it. You pull your dry gear out, put it on, put your wet gear in the dry in the gear bag, and then throw it in the trunk. Or but or, if everybody else, but if everybody else didn't change, and you know, then I, I feel like the you know you don't change. But anyway. Well, I'm I'm a firm believer in 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 changing at at the takeout nowadays. Well, I, I do too. I mean, I pretty much always do it, but I'm just saying, like sometimes, yeah. you know, everybody's got their stuff back at another vehicle, and you know. But that's that's why we coordinate and and yeah. and say like at the Chattuga, uh, say you're just running Bridge to Woodall, or you know you're running three and a half, three point five, or you're running to the lake. You meet at the bridge or meet at the, you know, put in, load all your dry stuff up in the takeout vehicle, take it to the takeout, and then, you know, bring the other vehicle back. And then once you come, once you take out, your dry stuff's waiting for you. you yep. yep. Yeah. I, all, I usually always try to, I usually always try to deflate my boat or, or load my boat before I put my dry stuff on. Yeah, yeah, me too. That way I'm not getting soaked again. Yep. And then I load up and, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, but so, some people don't, don't care. And, and, but I'm trying to be respectful of someone's, someone else's rig. Yeah. That's, and, and that's just me, but I, I think it's pretty important. All right, man. Well, uh, I guess uh, if uh, if I trade vehicles here soon, I'll let everybody know what it is. <laughs> what what decision was made, if any? Please do. Let you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I like knowing what people go with, or you know what they choose to do. All right. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, man. Well. Uh, as far as any events going on, I think everything's still officially not happening. Uh, Nolly Fest, Nolly Fest is okay. Nolly Fest is happening. Yep. Yeah. The weekend of um, hang on one second. The uh, weekend of April sixteenth, seventeenth, and eighteenth. All right. And, yeah, they're uh, they're gonna they're gonna do it up. You know, Friday okay. night through Sunday. Uh, at USA Raft and Adventure Resort on the Nolichucky, uh River. And, um, yeah, still planning on doing it. Um, just to put a little word out, put a little word in some people's ear. Um, the folks that put on the Okoye River Championships have filed for their permit for – um, I believe for early September. Cool. 
So they're they're waiting to hear back. So it, you know, I mean, there there's things out there that yeah uh, yeah folks hopefully, are hopefully things will start you know start happening again. Um, yes, vaccines so, and everything. Yeah, yeah. Some folks are like we're we're gonna put the legwork in. You know, may get canceled. Uh, I just heard uh, last week uh, French Fry River Festival, which should be the first weekend of May, um, they are moving, they are already moving it to the fall, to October. And I believe that's going to be when they usually hold the, um, it's like the French Bar River Festival brew, brews and barbecue or something like that yeah. in, the, in the fall, which is the first weekend of October, I believe. So they, they've just moved it to then. Um, so that's what I know about right now. Cool. Um, yeah. And I suppose there may be some r one clinics coming up some point. Yep. I'm, uh, I'm trying to, I'm actually trying to pin down a date in March. Um, so yeah, uh, Chioa is uh, coming up. Chio releases the first one of the year is uh, the last weekend of February. Saturday should be a full release. Sunday is going to be a very low release. Um, probably only good on from the bridge down through the last se uh, the seventh inning stretch at the last two miles for like kayakers and whatnot. Like only a, like 200 CFS is what they're looking to do on that Sunday. Yeah. Two weeks later, uh, I believe it's two weeks later, uh, mid-March, uh, they're going to do a three-day release with Saturday, Sunday being like good releases. Monday is going to be, they, they're going to taper it down probably on those those three days. They're going to do a, a um, uh, high water ramping down through like a flood simulation. Um, and then two, two weekends in April, um, two or three weekends in May and then a weekend in June, uh, Saturday in October and a Saturday in November, I believe is how it goes. Um, so that's, you know, those are some releases that are happening. The West Fork of the Tuck will be coming up in the spring. So will the Nantahala Cascades. Um, you know, the upper Nantahala and the Cascades. They're running right now. Apparently. Yeah, they are. Uh, haven't, haven't, I've seen some stuff and apparently they're running pretty decent. Um, they're running natural or, or over the dam because some work is being done on the dam. But, uh, yeah, ho hopefully may maybe be able to get down there. I'm coming down next weekend to do some guide training on Chioa. Maybe be able to get to the Nantahala and do some paddling as well. Yeah. Cause yeah. I think they're doing like a, almost a, a month where water's going to be going over the spillway. Is going to be running natural, so yeah. We were up there a couple of weeks ago and did you know, we kind of put in at 
it was low, but we it's higher now. But anyway, we 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 ran part of it. Um, uh, Ain't Louis Fest Alf uh, is officially canceled, but I know that a lot of people will be going up there in March uh, in an unofficial capacity. Not that anything's ever official for that, but for the open boaters, uh, there's some version of that. Yeah, I think that people will just show up. It you know. Totally. And, and, uh, I mean, at this point we know, um, the, um, daddy's Creek go fast day is canceled. Um, yeah, hadn't, hadn't, hadn't happened. So, um, that got canceled. Um, but you know, I think as weather gets better, things are going to happen and, um, yeah, I think we're at the end of this whole, you know, we're getting towards the, the end, uh, the beginning of the end of this COVID stuff. So things, start, things are starting to be planned instead of canceled. So that's yeah. good. Shoot me up with that vaccine, huh? Give me a shot. Double shot. Double shot of the COVID vaccine. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, good to talk to you and I hope to see you this weekend. All right, buddy. Right. I, I, I look forward to it. We'll we'll uh, we'll make some time. All right, man. All right, folks. Well, we'll see y'all out there. Yeah, guys. Uh, keep in touch with us. Let let us know uh, if there's anything y'all are interested in us talking about. Uh, even if we don't know what we're talking about, we'll make shit up. <laughs> uh, and uh, keep in touch with us on Facebook at. Uh, waterbound podcast and uh, on uh email what is that ted waterbound podcast at gmail.com boy that's some good stuff oh yeah all right see y'all downstream mm-hmm.